All right, all right, all right. Here we go. First off, uh, I want to say a huge shout out and a huge thank you uh, to Mr. Dave Polino for joining me today uh, for what's going to be a really good, uh, I think, timely episode of uh, good old rummed up reviews here. David, why don't you just for for anybody listening that might not know who you are, why don't you just tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, you know what? I'm Dave, David, whatever you like to call me. And I'm excited to be here on Rummed Up Reviews. Uh, you know, I had I was uh, on another episode earlier, uh, the the Avengers Endgame episode with John, and that was one of um, well, one of the better times I've had uh, talking about movies, especially with someone as knowledgeable as you. So, um, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm David, good pals with John. <laughs> Ready to talk about some movies, a little bit of baseball, a little bit of baseball. No, that's exactly right. We're going to talk a little bit of movie, a little bit of baseball. Uh, and so, no, one of the reasons I was so excited about this movie is because I think it's a perfect marriage of yours and I's uh, like key interest, right? Like I'm a huge movie person, huge cinephile, and you are legitimately, and I mean this seriously, the biggest baseball fan that I know personally. Um, and so I think we're going to be able to cover a, a good, good breadth of ground here, uh, with our, our movie tonight, uh, which for anybody that's still kind of wondering what that might be, uh, it's, it's, it's a true classic, I think holds a special place in the heart of any baseball fan, uh, no matter how core, how hardcore, or how, like, kind of just, you know, you watch during World Series. Like, even those fans, I think this movie holds a special place in their hearts. Uh, it's it's none other than, than Wild Thing himself, Major League. Um, so, fantastic movie. David, why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie here, just off the top of your head. Just give our, our audience a little bit of a general, like, here's, here's the quick pitch. Yeah, so, you know, it follows uh, the, I believe, or I forget what, it was like the late, it was in the 80s, uh, the Cleveland Indians have a uh, pretty bad team, and their new owner, the the owner's, uh, um, the owner passed away, I believe it was, or something like yeah. that, and his wife took over, and she's like, yeah, you know what, she, well, she thinks about what everybody thinks about Cleveland, and that is, Cleveland sucks, I want to get out of here. <laughs> so she's like, we could move this team to Miami because this team already sucks. But the only thing that that the only thing that's going to push us over to get us to move is going to be to no other than um, it's going to be to sorry, my, my computer is making some weird noises there was to do nothing other than come in dead last because they're already losing. Got to come dead last, lose those fans in the stands. Um, nobody wants to watch or come to the games. Move the team down to Miami, and sure. uh, well, you got you got to remember too that one of the reasons that she wants to finish dead last is because she can't breach the contract with the city unless she gets under a certain amount of fans at yes. at the games. So you know that's that's a pretty integral part of of her whole little strategy here. Um. So yeah, yeah so she's basically like a, she's she... a former Las Vegas showgirl or something like that. Yeah, just a very like classic. That. Like I don't like Cleveland. I don't like this dump of a city. I want to go down to Miami, Florida. All right. Well, can we 
can, we need to address, I think, an elephant in the room with this movie, um, and and not 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 just this movie, but generally speaking, why does the state of Ohio hate every one of their sports teams except for Ohio State? Like, I feel like I have never met a fan of any of those teams that that is like, oh man, I love them. Like, they're always the they hate those teams. They love to hate those teams. They love to see them fail. They relish in that. Um, honestly, the tying it back to a movie here, the fan group that it reminds me of the most are Star Wars fans because there's no no more bitter group of fans in movies than Star Wars fans relative to how much they hate the thing they profess to love. And that's exactly how I feel about the state of Ohio's fans with their sports teams. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, but also like what, what good is there with, with Cleveland? I think uh, uh, Joe, Joakim Noah, former uh, Bulls player commented about uh, the state of Cleveland. I was like, like who, what's so good? Like Cleveland's not good. Like you never, you never hear of anyone saying that they want to go on vacation to Cleveland. And I think that's kind of true. You, you couple, you, you couple in like, yeah, you may like, sure. They might have their chill or that's Cincinnati. They, they might have their food or they might have their things, the rock and roll hall of fame and stuff like that. But when you have, when you have sports teams that are just historically bad, why, why like that? Like that sucks. <laughs> I mean, like the Cavs, the Cavs, like just recent history, I guess you could say that would be with, like with LeBron and, I guess the Browns are looking up now. Um, the Indians are kind of been relevant, but like before this, like they've, like, they still haven't won the championships besides Cleveland or besides uh, uh, whatever the, the Cavs, they haven't won the championships that like, they're still, it's not a good city. I don't no. know what your question was, um, but, but yeah, you know, well, no, you it, it, it was just hitting on that. It was hitting on the yeah. fact that there's this like, culture in ohio to absolutely fucking hate your your sports teams the the one exception to that is ohio state that state will stand behind that team just in an impressive manner like the 300 spartans behind king leonidas that is the the state of ohio behind ohio state university right like let's be real but then they just hate everybody else Everybody good else historically have. good. It's 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 about that those records. Um, have you seen the Hasley made Cleveland uh, like tourism videos? Yes, yes, I have. Those are yes, those, I have. Those are those are classics. Sum up Cleveland very greatly. Um, I, I I actually have a friend from Cleveland, and um, when I first showed her this video, she's like. Oh my god! Like she, like she, like laughed. She's like this is like this is true though. She's like, what? What's so good about Cleveland? As a Cleveland person, what's so good about <laughs> Cleveland? And that's not even about the sports. This, this, the city itself. Can I? So I'm gonna. This has nothing to do with the movie or movies in general. But I'm just gonna share this really quickly. So I have had one experience in my life in Cleveland. Okay. Um, and ironically, it kind of was a vacation to Cleveland. Um, but so here's what happened. Uh, some friends and I back in college, uh, we got into a t-shirt selling business, uh, and they hosted their, um, 
their big staff like orientation at their headquarters in Cleveland, Ohio. So like they paid for everything for us. We just had to get out there basically. Um, so I went out there, I did that, the, did that training. Um, I lost a ring, uh, that was gifted to me from my great aunt. Um, I was really bummed about that. Nice job, John. Um, I had to secretly replace it, uh, without her knowing. Um, so I had to go and buy another ring that was exactly identical. Um, so Cleveland uh, definitely sucks is the moral of the story. No, um, <laughs> it was a really interesting time to be there though, too, because it was when LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. Okay. okay. Um, and there was Cleveland is such a fascinating, um, just kind of study of culture. Uh, it's an interesting place. I can honestly say it's like nowhere else that I've ever been. Um, so that's, that's my little sidebar here. Circling it all the way back, though, to the whole point of the show, the movie Major Leagues. Um, so yes. So after I mean, deciding, ha- she wants have to we mentioned it. have we mentioned that the team is the Indians? Um, I, yeah, I think <laughs> we've mentioned that this is the Cleveland Indians. Okay, I wasn't sure. I'm like, um, are you just going on this giant tangent about <laughs> Cleveland right now, and nobody knows? But... <laughs> and they're sitting there like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm pretty sure we, we mentioned that. <laughs> Uh, we might not have. If we didn't, uh, we did now. And speaking of things that we didn't mention that we should have, uh, Dave, old buddy, old pal, what are you drinking tonight? Well, uh, I stick with the uh, theme of when I come on the show, I, I drink dark liquor, but never rum. So tonight I'm drinking uh, the lovely Templeton Rye uh, whiskey here. And um, it's a classic. It's a it's really it's really nice from Templeton, Iowa. You know, it's the maple cask finish. Uh, we so get next break out some Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I it's it, it's a very nice feeling right now. I'm feeling warm, sipping on my whiskey, have the fireplace on, talking oh. about talking about the the great sport of baseball. Can't really ask for for many funny, many better things than what I'm doing right now. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll let you live in that fantasy land, I guess. Uh, whatever keeps you happy keeps you on the show, right? Um, so for me, I'm drinking a, a classic of rummed up reviews at this point. Um, I'm hellbent to make this my first ever um, like actual sponsorship, uh, but good old. Good old fashioned Appleton Estate rum signature blend uh, with uh, with the Kroger brand apple juice. So uh, it's really good. I stand by it. Um, I almost tapped into one of my other rums, um, but then I thought maybe it was too much of a stretch for what I was going to go for. So I opted out um, because I was like, mm, out of context, that could be a bad take. So. Uh, we went. Man, with what the was that? It kind of cut off for me. It kind of cut off for me for a second. What? What is it that? You oh, just uh, so I was gonna drink a different rum, but okay. um, the reason behind it was I was trying to find something that I could t- tie into the movie. Um, but I made the determination that uh, that just opened up way too many uh, opportunities for problems. So we were just gonna stick with a good old classic Appleton Estate. 
I mean, if you're going with the theme of the movie, we should have just gone with a nice cold beer. We should have gone with some bush lattes, to be honest. But for the sake of the podcast, we have to go at least rum or... I still have have, uh, some pride, so yes. (laughs) All right, so bringing it back to the movie. Bringing it back to the movie. Let me... Let me just start off by asking you, what did you want to talk about, dive into? Um, really, you kind of touched on it earlier about this is just kind of one of those. It's like it's one of the baseball movies. You, you have the Sandlot. You have Field of Dreams. You have Major League. Um, I mean, you have A others League as of well. Their own. I was going to say, I was gonna, you have others as well. League of Their Own. You have 42. Uh, ben, Bad news bears, forty-two, even arguably bench warmers. Like there's some there are some classic movies that are in the baseball realm that are just um they're they're good movies. And um Major League has a lot of those very memorable quotes in it as well. It I mean like very much yeah, the just a bit outside <laughs> from the great Bob Euchre. Um <laughs> like it's there there are a lot like I re- I remember um uh, for some reason, this movie always reminds us, or always reminds me of our good friend Alex Calpino. Okay. <laughs> Whenever I think of the movie Major League, I think of him. Um, I guess that's kind of good because then I don't associate it with the Cleveland Indians because I fucking hate the Cleveland Indi- Cleveland Indians. But and, and just just for the sake of transparency here. Uh... You would call yourself a fan of baseball, right, David? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, you would say you you most likely have a team you cheer more than others, wouldn't you, David? Oh, yeah. Some might say that I have a favorite team out there. Some might say that you have a what, – what might be that favorite team, David? Uh, so, I know you guys can't see this right now, but I'm currently sporting a Chicago White Sox hat. Um, mm. Chicago White Sox are my team through and through. Um, I, I come from a family of entirely Cubs fans. Uh, my brother-in-law is an Indians fan and it seems like everybody is out against me because I don't know. I like the better team or something like that. (laughs) Alrighty. What a, what a backstory there. Uh, just for full (laughs) transparency, I am a St. Louis Cardinals fan. So nothing wrong with St. Louis Cardinals fans. They're great. Nothing wrong with St. Louis Cardinals fans is right. So they're, they're not the Cubs. We're not the Cubs. That's for sure. I mean, I've always loved the Cardinals though. I, I, I always loved Yachty. Pools was a like I, I remember as a kid like that was one of like that was like one of the players that I don't want to say looked up to you but he was one of those players that like I I just always loved watching play he, he was he was one of the players that everybody knew exactly yeah he was he was the player he was every kid who didn't watch baseball's favorite player yeah yeah I mean because <laughs> it was like everybody knows that because we have don't go. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you got you got Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez in the in their in the height of their. Career. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I guess I should have I should have clarified every kid in the area that I grew up. <laughs> like, if you didn't know a damn thing about baseball, and somebody said baseball, you just went, "Oh, Pujols," and that was yeah. it. Like, <laughs> and it's hilarious that he's still around, and I guess you could say somewhat relevant too. So, uh, you could say that. You could say that. I suppose. Um, you know what's that? What he's not relevant to the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's bring it back once again to the movie Major League. Um, 
can we just talk about for a moment? You kind of hit on it real, real quick here. But the cast in this movie is is it's pretty big, baller, isn't it's it? It's a big like, cast, man. Like, oh man, you got Wesley Snipes in there, like very young Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Pre 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 tax evasion Wesley Snipes. <laughs> uh, you know, pre pre prison Wesley Snipes when he was still young and hopeful. Um, and then the State Farm guy. Oh uh, yeah, all, all State guy. The, the all state guy. Oh god, uh, what is that? Dennis Haysbert. Yes, 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 yes. Fun fact about him, you, you may have already known this, but all right, so he plays um oh what's his character's name? Uh Serrano. Serrano, Pedro, right? Pedro Serrano. Plays Serrano, you know, can can swing for the fences, but can't hit anything other than a fastball to save his life. Um but did you know that for every scene that he actually hits a home run, the actor actually hit the home runs? Damn. Like so on call. Did. He was like, they were like, all right, you got to hit a home run this time. And he went, all right, let me see if I can do it. And he would just get up there and pelt them bad boys out. Yeah, I mean, he looked absolutely jacked in the movie. So I had help. <laughs> can you believe that, though? Like, you know, everybody else is standing there like, what? the fuck (laughs) i showed up to pretend to play baseball (laughs) you're out of here hitting fucking dingers what (laughs) so i guess for this movie they actually had like they went to like a baseball camp they did get to get some like to learn how to play essentially and wesley snipes basically was his character in the movie he was really fast but cannot really play baseball and, that, that lines up in my head yeah i like and i think and i think i also heard it was uh charlie sheen i think he was taking i think he was on juice for this movie oh so you don't that, you don't have to think david no he <laughs> he said in an interview yeah <laughs> yeah i took steroids <laughs> like I, and I guess that was like actually affecting like 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 he like so it, he, he it affected his ball throwing yeah yeah, yeah and like i guess he was also getting like he was hitting on the gun like 80s and stuff like that and his fastball so like you know what charlie sheen could also ball I guess you went the out there, well, and especially in the era of baseball that this would have been set in right like yeah, yeah. That's the I, era. Charlie, you can't even knock Charlie. He was just out there character acting, man. I, I, I mean, they were like. Uh, I think the when he was doing the tryouts or like the the spring training, um, they were saying, "Oh wow, look at the arm on this guy! Like he just clocked at ninety six miles an hour." And it's like, damn. <laughs> like, we better teach this man boy control before he kills somebody. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's also like, wow, oh, like. Back in the '80s, when 96 miles an hour was was a was a flamethrower on a guy, like, right? <laughs> when it was like, oh my god! Now we see guys throwing 100 miles an hour. It's like, eh, it's not 102. <laughs> You're like, right. We're like, come on, what else you got in there? Let's go. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh! All right, who else you got in the, in this cast, man? Uh, you know, I mean, you got Renee Russo in there as well. Renee Russo, yes, um, yes um well you hit on it earlier um euchre bob euchre yeah bob euchre what uh did you know i'm sure you probably did uh well known pretty well known fact about this movie uh they basically just let him ad-lib everything 
once again, did not know that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. So pretty well-known fact. It came out in multiple interviews. But yeah, basically, uh, so when the guy um, – I'll pull this up in a second. I should have already had it. But the screenwriter for the movie, yeah, uh, when he wrote the film, uh, he goes, there was nobody else in my mind that would play this part. It was literally I wrote the film and I said, give me Bob Uecker. Uh, and he goes, and basically what happened was, is they just wanted to rely on him for what he does. Uh, and so they wrote a synopsis of, of the scene. They would read that to him before they started filming and then they would just start filming. But I mean, they, they would contextualize the scene and be like, all right, Bob, so today we're doing this and you're just going to talk about it. Go. Yeah. I mean, it's his job. That, that was, that's his job. And you know, like that's it's it's what he does that's what he does what he so did. why not right yeah, yeah. Exactly. why not like, and yeah. then and then he, he he went on to say in other interviews that a lot of the like nonsense that he said he goes oh dude that was just nonsense i would overhear at ballparks from like ball clubs and stuff like, <laughs> he was like uh what was it the line that he says about uh he leads the league in home runs and in those hairs He's like, yeah, no, I just heard that come out of somebody's bullpen one time because because ball players are always trying to mess with each other like that. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, it's there's like so many levels of like the authenticity of this. Like, and like I guess like like it's also back in the day where you would have like someone like him that would be like, I don't know, like I feel like you wouldn't see something like that in a movie nowadays. Having having a, like one of the most well-known broadcasters have a decent sized role in a movie of doing what he would normally be doing in real life. Like, Oh no, absolutely. That's, that's something that has, has, I think always been rare, but especially in today's Hollywood, like today, you know, once upon a time, part of the reason they would go and get those guys was because why not just have somebody that does it for a living. Right. Yeah. Like nowadays though, Hollywood like just doesn't, you know, it doesn't rely on those kind of trades people. Well, I don't want to say trades people, but those kinds of those kind of folks to do that anymore. They they just yeah. trust that hey, we can just coach somebody to act it out correctly. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Usually, it's not a major role, so people are willing to roll with it. So, um, one thing I wanted to touch on with this though, could you imagine? And and they, I mean, they made him the over the top straight man. But could you imagine if if that's not how that character was written, how much you would be shitting a brick to have to be the dude that has to sit there next to Euchre and play a commentator? Like, yeah, this man has done this for a living, like a lot. I'm an actor. <laughs> like, <laughs> you imagine if they were just like, no, 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 you just got to go keep up with him. <laughs> like, like oh yeah okay like, uh, what especially oh, for one of the the greatest uh, one of the greatest to call the game as well exactly exactly like i mean that would be essentially like if they when filming the classic american movie space jam uh they took just some random guy and went Hey, you just got to go out there and, and keep up with Jordan while he plays basketball for the movie. Make it look <laughs> like, what? No, you don't do that to somebody. There's there's a reason why they have them play against monsters and uh, play with the Looney Tunes because exactly. that's the only 
the only way that they could keep up with him. That's that. That was it. That was it. Especially that super far stretch he does right at the never mind. Yes. Spoiler. Um, for a <laughs> super old movie. Uh, but maybe we'll go back and do it, especially with all the controversy around uh, Space Jam Two. But um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Moving back on to Major League, though. Um, I think you you said something that really resonated with me, and I hadn't thought of it in this way until you you said what you did, uh, which is the movie just feels authentic. Like there are moments of the movie that really feel like, man, you're just sitting here watching a baseball game. Um, yeah. With the way that, and, and that's a testament to the editing, that's a testament to the writing, that's a testament to the filming, and that's a testament to the production team, everybody, but. But the movie just feels very authentic to the time and very authentic to the sport. Like, like you could, you could almost like you could believe like, hey, yeah, no, a really shitty team could go out there and like you know find their stride and then and then they could make a run at it. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I, and you I, can believe that. One one of my favorite scenes in that movie is the beginning where all the guys are coming to training camp and they're just giving the, the rundown of each of the players. Like, Oh yeah, we have uh Jake Taylor here. Yeah. He, he's, he's one, he's one of the veterans. He's he, he, but like he's past his prime. Like, like we would have loved to have him two years ago or like four years ago. We would have loved to have him two years ago. We did four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and like, and, and like, Oh, like, yeah. And then we have, uh, um, Wesley Snipes character, um, Willie, Willie Mays, Willie Hayes. May Hayes. And like, like, just like, like, Oh, like, yeah, he's, he's really like, who is this guy? We've never heard of him before. And it's like, Oh, like, Oh, we have like this guy. He like, like just like, going through all these different guys. And it's like, it's like, I, I could definitely see this happening with a team. Like, like these are the guys, especially like, and, it's, and it just makes it hilarious that it's like, oh, this is a team that we're that the owner is like, yeah, we're gonna lose, so we're just gonna get all these guys that have the bare minimum traits of what a baseball player could be, or like, yeah, we're gonna give these guys a shot. <laughs> well, all right, and that leads me down a couple of paths here uh, that I gotta talk about in terms of like real life sports world. Like number one. Actually, you know what? We're going to come back to that one. That's, I think, a bigger conversation. Uh, the, the still big conversation, but but more manageable one here. So I don't know if you remember this, David, or, or maybe you were never included in this conversation. Um, but we found out how easy it is uh, to officially be listed as an NFL free agent um, back in college. Um, we did so through the, the great minds of some of our, our wonderful fraternity brothers at the time. Um, and all you had to do was basically go pay a fee and upload a photo. No. Um, <laughs> you could officially be listed as an NFL free agent. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's the case for the MLB, but boy, would this have been a very different movie. <laughs> If that was the angle they went with, huh? <laughs> like, could you imagine just a br- bunch of hungover frat boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, inevitably a bunch of washed up old people. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, that would be who would show up. <laughs> yeah. A, a, mo- a modern day major league movie. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, you get, you get the drunk frat guy that comes in. 
he, you he, that like he, fifth year senior. He's he's stumbling in. He's like, oh yeah, like I I why are you why are you here? Well, you know, he blew this. I saw whatever blow the save in the last game, and I thought I could do this. I've been uh, I've been the 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 three time uh, intramural home run <laughs> champion before they before they fucking banned me from going just because I showed up drunk. <laughs> showed up drunk every other year. What the fuck? Like what? And then uh, ne- next picture is uh, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> why are you, why are you here <laughs> oh my gosh i love it oh, I, I love it i put bartolo cologne on my roster any day. hey you know who would show up and we, we would have to take on principal alone tim tebow no he actually just retired from from mlb i don't know if you saw that but he i did I, I mean i i he never had a chance of cracking the major league club I'm gonna. I guess. I guess Tebow time is officially over, huh? I mean, he. I. I don't know what. I, I understand what he was doing and like why not try, but honestly, his calling for him is in the booth. Like, well, yeah. What a what a good run Tebow time had. So, uh, anyway, moving back, moving on, moving on. Um, my next question that I wanted to address here, um, in terms of of this movie and the whole concept of I want to like tank my team so that I can move them to another, another city, putting aside that that's not exactly how that works. Like you don't get to just up and move the, the MLB would have a say. Um, and, and I agree, like they pointed out in the movie, but then they just kind of blow past it of like the legal never let us do it. And then they just kind of blow past it. Um, Especially because at this time, would Miami have had a baseball team? Honestly, I have no clue, man. I don't. I actually don't know if they would have at this. When did when did Miami's team happen? Because I know, like, that was a big thing with Back to the Future too, right? Like, they predicted Miami would get a team before Miami ever had a team, which was not that revolutionary of a concept at the time either, guys. Like, it, it had yeah, been talked about. They were established in uh ninety three. So at the time that this movie was set, would Miami have had a team? They would. They would, they would not, not have. have. So okay, okay, that makes the the play. That makes that makes the plan a little more believable here. Like, you know, Miami's looking for a team. The league's gonna be interested in that market. Yeah, you know, maybe okay. But but how often, if ever, do you think something like this actually occurs? Because in in pro sports, it doesn't even just have to be necessarily in baseball but like you know you think about it and i think back to like a couple of seasons ago uh for the nfl when miami was tanking for tua uh right like that was a big thing and then this this past nfl season when people got mad that the jets won games yeah, like, but, then the, but then the jets also purposely lost that the one game and then they did go and, and allegedly no that was the eagles wasn't it no it was the jets because then they fired um because like the defensive coordinator or whatever called for like an all-out blitz and then okay. it was Maybe a clear right. it was a it was like a clear like oh they're just doing this to tank and then he got fired or left the next day. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm thinking of a different game that the Eagles did as well. Because okay. I remember they, they pulled Jalen Hurts out and Carson uh, Wentz out. Yeah. 
I think the only I don't know much about the NBA, but I feel like the only uh, prof- professional, the only North American men's professional sports league that does it right, to my knowledge, is the NBA with their whole lottery pick system. But I mean, even to the state, teams are being like teams like in the MLB are quote unquote like tanking or uh, rebuilding. So, so let me ask you this. Better draft picks. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think in that situation, like, do they do it like this movie would portray, where you're like, I'm just going to intentionally go out and get the worst people I can to be on the team? No. Or do they do it like, do you just have to have that conversation with the team? Like, hey, guys, we're actually not playing to win. Like, I mean, and then at that point, how do you keep anybody around that's like a worthwhile person? Uh, I think players are going to be. I don't know if they're nec- they're not told players are going to play they're going to they're going to try hard um no matter what even if you're on a bad team because you want to win um and you don't want to be that guy or that team that doesn't um but really what teams do they they trade a you would see them trading away some of their best all players. their good players yeah but which is a major return, plot hole in this movie but then in return getting uh promising prospects in return and things like that, similar to what the the White Sox are completing doing now, what the Astros did, what the Cubs did. Um, you got you got these rebuilding teams that trade away their players. They bring in they bring in uh, they trade for top prospects. Uh, they're gonna suck for a while, and then they're gonna accumulate some draft picks as well. But then that eventually leads to their prospects developing, and then getting good draft picks, and then hopefully turning into a championship team. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, it doesn't necessarily happen the way it, like it does in the movie and, and, and major league with, uh, you know, just like, okay, well, we're going to go get this guy out of jail. We're going to go get this voodoo guy. We're going to go like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not quite, it, it's, they don't make it that obvious. Let's right. just say. Right. No, I think that's all right. No, that's fair. I was just really curious of your take on uh, on that matter. So, um, all right, what wh- what do you want to tackle next? With uh, drink hit you a little bit there, huh? Oh yeah, um, it did. What do you want to tackle next with this movie? What do you, what do you got for me? Um, well, I've been sitting on this quote the whole time from the uh, the director of the movie. Actually, um, I, I found this um, I found this when you when we decided that we we're gonna talk about this movie, and uh, it's from the uh, who was it here the the director of the movie David Ward, and the reason why he made the movie, um, and he quotes. Um, I started to feel like the only way I would see the Indians win anything is if I made a movie where they did. Yeah. I realized it would have to be a comedy because nobody would take this seriously. Yeah. That's what a statement. Like and, and that, that's that just that just hits hard and that must what a that statement. must that must suck. Like and like you get all the Indians fans out there they're like, "Oh, hell, like yeah, like this is a movie where this is this is a reality when the Indians are good. <laughs> like this is a reality where we can do it. Let's be clear, it's not that they're good. They just got hot at the right time because yeah. this is a team <laughs> yeah. that was this was a team this was the epitome of getting hot at the right time. And then they this, got the fire <laughs> under their asses and to play they got the fire under their asses and went and played some ball. 
but they did not have a good season. Like everybody will forgive it because you won the pennant, but I, you did I not love, have a good season. I love how throughout the whole movie, you start in the beginning, like, oh yeah, these guys sucks. And then it's just going through all, all the people in the city and stuff. And you have the, the Asian groundskeepers and they're like, yeah, these guys are shitty. Played by an actual father and son, by the way. Oh, more you know, more you know. The more you know. Wow, I thought everybody knew that fact too. Man, I'm batting a thousand tonight. John, but... why do you think that? Why do you think that? Fuck you. Why do you think that? <laughs> why, why do you think that people know as much about movies as you do? You, 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 you threw facts at me for Endgame. Which, if you guys ever listen to the Avengers Endgame episode of Rummed Up Reviews, you get whatever, like an hour and a half, two hours of content of john and i talking about yeah talking about avengers endgame but that's a movie that i've seen well over well over yeah several times let's just let's just leave it at several times and john was throwing facts at me left and right so (laughs) i i I never have doubts with you my my friend i just i don't know man i just always assume i'm like ah surely surely i guess everybody else knows this but no you're right you're right but uh, but yeah, so like but sorry, going back to that though, they're they're talking about uh, throughout the movie, they're like, oh yeah, these guys suck, these guys suck, these guys are shitty. Like then yeah. they then they do the shots of all the other people, like oh, who are these guys? Like I I don't know who they are. Like yeah, they're shitty. And then and then you get towards the end there, they're like, hey, they have a chance here, right? Not, not bad. <laughs> and then you have the you have the Asian groundkeepers again. They're like. Yeah, they're they, they're still shitty. Like, <laughs> they're still shitty. Exactly. And, and That's still the only shitty. real like, fucking Cleveland fan in the movie. Well, because yeah, they're at, they're at every single game. Like, no, they're not good. They're, they're just getting lucky, and they're using their voodoo magic in the locker room. <laughs> That's fucking true. Smartest people in the whole movie. They didn't get conned. They no, didn't they get knew. conned. They they, they they made sure that they damn went out there and proved it. <laughs> they made sure that they went they didn't start cheering them on until they were in position to win which maybe they do in the sequel i don't know that's something that i've never never seen and i don't really i plan on seeing i guess maybe same same i didn't know there was a sequel until i tried to find this one to watch <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> that's the thing huh yeah i'm pretty oh. sure um i'm pretty sure charlie sheen is is in this one still and it's not one of those movies where they just like drop every single character. I mean, um, it wouldn't shock me. Charlie Sheen, uh, well known for doing a, a, shall we say, creative and colorful portfolio of work. Um, you know, I might have had some direct impacts on his life decisions. <laughs> so, <laughs> wild. <laughs> Maybe that should have been the uh, red flag for us all. Well, speaking of Charlie Sheen, I've been saving this one for a little bit too. And, and again, um you being a big baseball fan maybe you knew this did you know that this movie uh, is actually credited with starting the trend of in particular relief pitchers uh picking their own theme music for their walkout i did not know that but yeah so that was not that was not a like really big deal in major league baseball Uh, and this movie obviously did it with wild thing um and and then yeah, some like I guess some players were like, "Can we do that?" <laughs> There's nothing in the rules that said they couldn't, so they just started doing it. And then now, like, like everybody's got a walk-up song now. Everyone does. So that's kind of incredible that this movie that is so critical to, like we said, like such a centerpiece of that like baseball movies that everybody sees, um, 
also had a, a pretty like pivotal impact on something that now just seems so commonplace uh, to the actual sport of baseball. Unfortunately, could not will the actual Cleveland Indians to a, to a real you know world World Series win, but you know it did change the game of baseball. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 really cool hearing the history of baseball things, whether it's coming from something like a movie where they're like, oh, having a walk up song for a bullpen guy is really cool, like. Yeah, so yeah, like Trevor Hoffman's, uh, his he was the uh, closer with the Padres. Oh, excuse me, his walk-up song was uh, ACDC's "Hell's Bells." Yeah, um, and Mariano Rivera as Enter Sandman. Like you have some, you have some of the most iconic walk-up songs coming out of relief pitchers. Absolutely, it's, it's such a cool thing, and like it's. Um, that's great. It's it's great. Like I, I just love facts like that. And like and uh this is kind of off topic, I guess, but like you know, legendary Cubs announcer Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually started off with the uh I'm pretty sure it was the Cardinals. Um, and then he was with the Sox then as well. And a lot of the things that we see in baseball today um come from him and the Sox actually. Like the the, nice. the seventh in, the seventh inning stretch was started at with the Sox because the Sox okay. GM was basically like, hey, let's do this. Hey, Harry, want to go out to the center field bleachers and sing this with the fans? And, and there comes the seventh inning stretch and singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Boom, there um, it is. Like it's 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 cool. Like thinking like these are things that are so historic and they've been here forever. But it's like, nah, these are pretty recent things are, that like, have happened. Like for for a sport that's known as America's pastime, it's, right. it, a lot of these changing things are are coming more recently. Which then I guess is going to be my small plug for saying uh, the way that the game is being played now is kind of cool. Um, but they should allow players to express themselves more. They should allow them to <laughs> fucking do bat flips and hit hit grand slams on three and zero counts and fuck all those unwritten rules. Let me just say because oh unwritten- man. The unwritten rules. The unwritten rules. Let's let's move on. Let's move on with the let's move on with this the show. David, Get back you, on topic. You gotta but... preserve the game. Gotta oh preserve the game, David. Uh, all those all, right. all those di- all those guys could get off their dinosaurs, and if they don't want to watch the game, then then don't watch the game. But we're we're heading into different times now, and there's nothing wrong with bat flipping and and having fun with it. Having fun playing a children's game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. So, so I'm gonna bring it back to to the uh, the the entrance music thing here. So, I, I wanted to pull it up here because I wanted to make sure I got it right. So, so yeah, Major League kind of kicks this whole thing off. People start choosing these entrance songs. Relief pitcher Mitch Williams. Do you know who relief pitcher Mitch Williams is? Okay, I don't know, but uh, Mitch Williams was apparently a relief pitcher. Uh, for somebody and uh, Mitch Williams, he actually really pissed off Charlie Sheen <laughs> because, <laughs> because Mitch Williams cho- chose the nickname Wild Thing, changed his jersey number to number 99, uh, and then used Wild Thing as his walkout song. Uh, so I, I want to get this quote here. Um, Instead of seeing Williams's antics as a tribute, Sheen felt that they stole his thunder. Quote, 
I was pissed for years at Mitch Williams and uh, said he never even gave me credit. The actor once fumed in an interview. <laughs> so, I mean, that's so it starts definitely... starts a trend that changes, you know, baseball, um, and then ends up getting into a feud with a guy <laughs> for stealing his, his thunder. Nothing is more Charlie Sheen than that uh, in this particular instance. Can we just address that? Um, I would agree. Very, very sporadic. And it's, it's also kind of, I mean, I guess I kind of understand it, but at the same time, it's like, what? Right. <laughs> oh, um, man. There's actually, there's actually a picture on the Indians now. Uh, James, uh, I'm, I'm, Krenicek. I, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it right now <laughs> in, the, in the state I'm in. Uh, but he, he is at, he's also he's number 99 and he is actually pretty similar in the way like he 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 has some heat to him when he when he pitches like he like he has a fast he has a he has some he has a little bite to his ball there he has he has has a pretty fast ball there um but he's also pretty he has like a very sporadic uh very sporadic um uh wind up and everything if you I, i'm gonna put i'm gonna show you here john this is his name okay and if, if you ever look up videos of him pitching karen Jack. yeah james karen Jack. Karen there we go sorry for if there are any indians fans out there hearing me butcher his name um but he, don't you lie you don't give a shit about indians fans <laughs> you're right they don't have souls oh um, okay but yeah no the, he he's uh he's actually a really fun electric pitcher to watch um, but he's also a guy that like, he's out on the mound. He's like talking to himself. He's like, like pumping himself up. Like he, he's just like a very, like, he's like, yeah, like I, he's a fun guy. To, he's a fun pitcher. Right. To watch. So yeah. Watch <laughs> for uh, James Karen coming in for, from the Indians. I be- he's, I believe he's a late, uh, late inning reliever. So going to have to check it out. Going to have to check it out. Um, all right. We do got to address to one other thing with this movie. So Jake, Right, Jake Taylor. Um, kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I you you look at it from when this movie was made, and you kind of still think, a yeah, piece of shit. He's he's, he's, <laughs> he's he's an alpha male. He's the alpha male. But yeah, no, I. I yeah, I you you want to know what happens with with aging alpha males, and the the closest analogy we actually have to that is gorillas and you want to know what mountain gorillas do when one when the alpha male is getting old they fucking lose <laughs> they go <laughs> off into the wilderness to die alone or with a much smaller brood so it's kind of funny that you mentioned this though about him because he was the love interest of renee russo yes. in the movie um but i was actually i was actually Can i have a talk about how she's kind of a piece of shit too well, okay. There, there, there's is there really any good guy in this movie besides besides uh, the owner's like assistant or whatever? That's like, yeah, like I'm gonna cheer for these guys because the they're doing Brown. Well. I think Brown's a good guy. Yeah, like, I mean, there's 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 some good guys, but um, yeah, no, he Jake's a piece of shit. Kind of Renee Russo is kind of a piece of shit. But my comment that uh, I have here is how like always in the movies the love interest of the boy like the love interests like boyfriend or whoever they're with in this situation whoever that one guy was I, I, whatever her fiance they were gonna yeah. get fucking married yeah you know how i remember that because the scene where she decides she's gonna 
fuck Jake. He literally says while they're stripping off. So am I invited? And she goes to what? And he goes the wedding. And she's like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. And then she goes on to say something about the, you know, I was never worried. I was never worried about this part, Jake. We were always good at this part. And I'm just like, you're a terrible person. (laughs) I, I, I guess again, going back to my comment, <laughs> your comment about her what, fiance uh, was that like the love interest boyfriend fiance current lover they always make them very unlikable they do and, and i think that at least for me i kind of look past how she is kind of shitty and how jake is kind of shitty by being like yeah well this guy that she's with is also really shitty why, why is he shitty though what what do we what do we get that shows him being shitty i don't know he just seems like a very territorial dude oh does he does he does yeah, does, he seem, does, he, does he seem jake a little territorial her. when jake stalks her into his home yeah i'd probably be a little territorial too like oh oh my fiance's former boyfriend who never got older over her stalked her back to my house and now is just strutting in like he owns the place. That'd probably be a little less than less than kind as well. Okay, I guess I'll just go back to my previous comment about how these movies are different. <laughs> how these movies are different. These movies are different. And I guess that this they I I will always have a place in my heart for some of the more classic movies that might not have aged well. So, so, so you're saying, hold on. So let me just let me just go ahead and get this out of here right now. So you're saying you believe we should judge judge a, a piece of art, a piece of work, based on the context with which it was created. Is that what you're saying here? I will say, for the sake of Major League. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, here's the thing. I absolutely 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. As soon as I was watching this unfold and I was like, boy, you can really tell though, like this movie did not age well. Um, And and these instances would not be able to be made um, in a remake of this film. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I was watching it and I was thinking, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, like, this dude's following her after clearly she like like there there it's it the implications with everything are weird. I, I they shouldn't remake it. If they were to remake it, they shouldn't like be doing this scene for scene. Um, I don't know. I guess like my biases towards like these move like some things that I enjoyed watching. Um, now when like when I was well, yeah no, no shit David everybody's <laughs> bias is gonna be like yeah we shouldn't worry about the things that I like like those are okay no come on um, we're gonna here's what I'm gonna say about this my last thing on this and then I'm gonna drop the point um, <laughs> they're all kind of, all three of them are kind of pieces of shit as we're led to believe that the fiance is is a kind of a dick um little possessive um however can we talk about the real the real just fucking travesty that occurs in this movie um which is that apparently we're supposed to believe that in the city of cleveland all these motherfuckers just be leaving their doors unlocked for for jake to be strolling up into their houses unannounced 
because boy, that's all I can think every time is that motherfucker didn't knock. <laughs> that motherfucker did nothing. He just strolled into the damn. Every one of these motherfuckers would be dead. They'd be dead and robbed. That's what would happen. The eighties were different, man. You're right. They were probably worse. <laughs> like, damn, what are you talking about? You're right. The eighties were different. The cr- the amount of crimes that were actually solved significantly less. <laughs> We, um, John, I think that you should be talking to a good friend of the podcast, uh, Jack Davidson, about getting into Hollywood. And you could be like the you could be like the continuity guy. You could be the guy that makes sure that the scenes are the same. You make sure that things make sense. Oh no 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 no! Change the time of the clock now <laughs> because the last scene ended at seven fifty, and right now it says two forty-five. So you, you, you're you're that guy. You're the guy that makes sure that everything in the background is like is all. I set. really don't <laughs> think I am, but there's some pretty big glaring like what? Absolutely. Also, worst design on the planet. That for old boy the the fiance, his his setup is not the penthouse because we specifically see that he's on floor six of seven. But that damn elevator door just opens into his home? How many motherfuckers came home drunk one night and hit the wrong button? Like, what? No, worst design (laughs) ever. Like, who designed that? The 80s are different. Or I guess I won't use that again. I'll just say it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. There's a reason why Cleveland has its reputation. I don't think that any of this is fake news in this movie. I think that this is an accurate representation of Cleveland, and we understand why it is such a shitty place. I I have to disagree. I, I think that this is uh, pretty absurd. And, and, and speaking of the fact that it's Cleveland, uh, can we also address the fact that no the fuck it's not? Oh yeah, they're outside of. Okay, fuck you know where that. this you know where this fucking movie was filmed? Wisconsin. It's filmed in fucking Wisconsin, which I think is also kind of cool. Filmed in Milwaukee, <laughs> which I think is also kind of cool with the whole Bob Uecker thing. Fucking incredible, though. Fucking incredible. Like, do you know why they filmed in Milwaukee? Yeah, wasn't it like the, like the the Browns that were playing at, at, at the Indian Stadium or something like <laughs> yeah. that for like training or something? Yeah, they were like, we were trying to film and the Browns were getting ready for preseason football. So they're spraying football lines on the field. We couldn't exactly have that while we were filming. <laughs> uh, that's, it's, uh, that's like similar to, I guess kind of similar to Ferris Bueller's Day Off with, you know, like the scene where they were playing, where, where they went to the Cubs game. Yeah. Uh, the the uh director of that movie john john hughes mm-hmm. uh he's a he, he was a Sox fan and okay. he actually wanted it to be at Sox stadium um but there was I, I think again some form of of um uh scheduling um issue. air issue essentially i think like they were like they had a they had an away game or something like that or an away series um but there was some issue with with the scheduling that didn't allow them to the film at Sox Park, and instead they had to go to the dump in the north, Wrigley Field. Continue. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, it's it's it, yeah, that, that was that was it. I'm not gonna disagree with you at all um, on that. The reason I laugh so hard is I know that that there's one loyal listener to the show uh, that is a Cubs fan. Um, 
Oh, who is uh, it? That's, I'll, that's I'll give them a I'll give them a personal shout out. Who is this? <laughs> give me their name. Nah, maybe I'll give it to you offline. We're, we <laughs> might not enshrine it in the podcast here, um, but it's okay because he uh, he should just pick a better team. It's not our fault. He picked a dumpster a dumpster fire of a team. So, um, all right, moving right along here. What else you got for me? Anything else in this film you wanna you really wanna touch on or or tap into? Not really, man. I love this movie. I love I love baseball. Um, and I've said this before. And this isn't this sounds like a closing statement, but it's not. Um, it it it's just a fun movie that really captures captures the game of of baseball. Um, mm-hmm. I also guess I'm I I'm not the biggest fan of uh, of uh, the Sandlot actually. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not one of my top it's not one of my top favorite um, baseball movies. Where, where's it rank? Where's it rank? Is it like number ten, number twenty? I, I mean, honestly, it'd be still top five, but like a lot of people probably yeah, like, oh, Sandlot. Um, I feel like the top two are probably Sandlot or. Um, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, really? Interesting. You want to know what, uh, as a kid, kind of connected here, as a kid, I used to really mix up the movie Field of Dreams uh, with the movie Angels in the Outfield. Oh, I love that movie. Right? There's that one you was, haven't thought about in a while. Oh, I, no, I, I, and I always get Danny Glover. I love Danny Glover. I also get him mixed up with Donald Glover just because they both begin with D's. I'm like, uh, uh, but yeah. I'm not going to touch that one. No, there's a couple other baseball movies that I feel like um, for different reasons get commonly swapped. Uh, there's what, the rookie and then like rookie of the year, isn't there? Yeah. And they're like two different movies, two very different movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I can actually say I don't think I've seen the rookie um wait that, is that the one with kevin costner uh yes yeah okay i think i've seen i i disney I channels to, the rookie i have to go back and watch some some oh yeah okay i think i remember that one um rookie of the year is from 1993 and it is Cubs. it's about the kid yeah yeah henry rowan gardner and with That's uh it. uh was it Daniel Stearns or uh, what, what? God, I feel so bad. I just know him from as Marv from Home Alone. Yeah, Daniel Stern. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're nailing it, man. Gary Busey's in it. It's it, it, as much as I don't like the Cubs. Um, as a kid, I did really enjoy that movie, and I always, I had never wanted to get injured, and I actually have never gotten injured. Seriously, I guess, knock on wood. Um, but I'm always like, I wonder if I injure my arm too, and I I could throw 90 miles per hour fast, 90 mile per hour fastball, and join the uh, join a major league team. Never happened. Did not happen. Can we talk about one of the other greatest uh, baseball movies to to grace our our lifetime? What is that? Uh, the Disney Channel original, uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Oh. 
that uh that was actually though all kidding aside that was the movie that inspired me to get into cooking really it was i watched that movie and i was like man i really want to learn my fat ass watched that movie and didn't go man i want to learn how to play baseball i went man i really want to learn how to cook that looks awesome (laughs) my priorities were set in the mid 2000s (laughs) everyone everyone should know how to cook and everyone should like everyone should know how to cook um, I, th- I think, I think though, before, you know, we could not end this episode, uh, how, how would you rank uh, the other great American classic, um, air bud seventh inning fetch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I could, I, I'll be honest. I would have to refresh my memory a little bit with it. Um, but I am a fan of the air bud and air buddies franchise. Um, I'm pretty sure Air Buddies went back to baseball too, so you know we might be able to do a little double dip there, little little double feature. Uh, you know what? That that those, those are it's a that's a great dog, great dogs. Um, yeah, I mean Air Bud is basically like the Pablo Sanchez of of <laughs> of animals in the in like cinematic universe. <laughs> like he's just an all around great player in every sport. Like, he played basketball. He played he played football. He played baseball. Baseball, he did it soccer, all. Yeah, um, and like volleyball. I think I think he had a volleyball. And and it's it's also hilarious to think like it, it's 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 hilarious to think that this this dog was picked over other people's kids. Yeah, yeah, it and was. The, and, and the people were just okay with that. They well, what else are they going to do? <laughs> I guess the team's winning. Something that the Cleveland sports haven't done. <laughs> yeah, I think that you they, know, like, if, you're, if your dog, if that dog is out there leading your team to a championship, are you going to complain? <laughs> the missing pieces of the Indians, the Browns, the it's the, the, the Cavs. A golden retriever that was an escapee from an abusive clown. They, they need it. They like, everybody I think forgets how dark this like the opening of that movie is like that is such a fucked up background or backstory for that dog. Again, I have to take uh, another gander at that movie, but he I literally guess... is an escapee from an abusive alcoholic clown. Well, I'm going to get out to play basketball. We're not talking about this movie right now. We're bringing it back to Major League. <laughs> That's what we're <laughs> talking about. Um, in all seriousness, before I get your before I get your official rating on this, what would you say, like your top five, top 10, you know, in no particular order, but just like your, like, oh, these are the quintessential baseball movies? Um, I would say Feel the Dreams. Again, no order. Feel the Dreams. Um, I would also put in there uh, Major League. Uh, God damn it! Money balls is a is a good one up there. Um, Bad News Bears is a movie that really re- resonated with me from like a kid, and like I still now like I remember watching that movie so much when I was a kid. I remember watching that movie with uh, like it, we watched as baseball teams for teams like when I was like when, when we were younger. Um, I remember with some of my friends, we would be we would watch that movie in sleepovers. Um, we watched we watched the hell out of that movie, uh, Bad really? News Bears. Yeah, um, 
I, I don't know what number that was. That was like four or something like that. Um, God damn it. I mean, like you don't have to hit a hard number by yeah. any means. I mean, I guess those are the, those are the four with me. And I guess I I I mentioned uh, the Sandlot not being one of my favorites, and I guess they put it in my four there. Um, but I understand, like when people think of baseball movies, they think of the Sandlot. Um, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I think you you hit on a lot of the ones that that I would write. Um, Major League. Um, Bull Durham is another one. Well, uh, you know, I threw out their rookie of the year, the rookie Kevin Costner, Angels in the outfield. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another one. Uh, for the love of the game, also a Kevin Costner film. So many Kevin Costner baseball movies. Kevin Costner is a huge sports movie guy. Huge sports movie guy. I've noticed that for him. Good for him. Um, but yeah, you know, I really feel like there's a number of other ones. I'm sure there's a number of other ones out there that I'm just not thinking of right oh, now. Okay, I just was looking up some, and this is actually easily my top, uh, probably my top two baseball movies, and that'll be Fever Pitch. Ooh, I love Fever Pitch mainly because I relate to uh, Jimmy Fallon so much. In that character with there just having okay. this obnoxiously large um, passion and love for a team while yep. having a girlfriend that has absolutely close to no clue about no it. No clue, uh, doesn't give except, a shit. Except for the knowledge that I give her. Yeah, yeah, like, I get that, you on that. that. Like, I just have such a, I, I just love that movie so much. No, that's so, fair. That's fair. Um, 42. 42 is definitely my all-time like greatest like greatest movies but definitely greatest baseball movies yeah um that movie is just so inspirational um another like we expected nothing less um i think sometimes to to an unfair degree but a truly phenomenal showing by chadwick boseman in that movie um and when Fantastic power, you get such a powerful, um, such a powerful message and powerful oh, moment in, in in history. Um, absolutely, and um, but you have the great actors to go along with it. Exactly, and that's what really brings it home in that um, that movie. Um, I did one time though at a previous job uh, at a call center um, show that movie, and then almost shit a brick. Um, because it uses period accurate language huh. um, and we were in a call center calling people <laughs> so I panicked <laughs> uh, we did not get any complaints though so um, but I definitely oh, turned good. the volume down and put on subtitles um, so yeah <laughs> um, all right let's let's wrap this bad boy up I feel like we've meandered a little bit here uh, David, give me your final kind of final words and then your analysis, your ranking uh, for the movie Major League. Um, if you haven't seen the movie Major League, I'd go and watch the movie Major League. 
Um, as of right now, it's March 22nd. This is going to be released, I don't know, however many days, but opening day is on April 1st. Um, it really gets you in the mood for some baseball. Um, and it's a, it's, a good, it's a good baseball movie. It's a funny, good baseball movie that if you are a baseball fan or a fan of sports and we're getting sports back, um, I, I would watch the movie. Um, baseball movies, I would give it the ranking out of 10. Uh, probably, I, I give it like a 9 out of 10, to be honest with you. Regular movies, I'd probably put it down a little lower, maybe like a 7 out of 10, 7.5. Still an average okay. movie. Um, but for me, Major League is a movie where there's a time and place for it. And I guess that's, that's, that's also with me, with who I am. Like I, I watch things to get me in the mood for things. And like, Oh, baseball season's coming around. I'm going to watch some White Sox highlights. I'm going to watch some baseball movies and yeah, you know, it gets me ready for, gets me ready for uh, the season. And what, what movies would I watch? And major league is one of them. Major League is one. Got to get your uh, your preseason warm ups in there, you know. Exactly. Baseball teams are doing spring training. So are you. You got to get in that right mindset. Uh, David, I understand also uh, that our listeners probably don't know about another thing you're doing right now that I'm sure definitely gets you in the right mindset for some baseball. Uh, why don't you tell us about your other little side project uh, and and where we can find out more information and just what that's all about? Thanks. Uh, yeah. Um. So recently with the pandemic, I've uh, grown to, uh, to do some hobbies. Uh, video games has been one of those, unfortunately, but another one has been selling, collecting, trading sports cards. Uh, so if anyone listening wants to check me out uh, at, um, at Sunny Day Cards on Twitter, there you'll see some uh, some of the cards I've gotten, uh, you know, what? just shoot, shoot me a follow and say, Hey, I, I was listening to roamed up reviews and you know what, we could talk about sports. We could talk about cards. If you want to show me some cards, maybe I show you some, like it's, 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 uh, the sports card community is a fun place to be. If you're into cards, sports, um, you could be as little or, or as bigly big, whatever uh involved as you want <laughs> that's highly uh, highly, involved. highly involved as you want um i as a kid i collected baseball cards and uh i recently started to look through old cards i had and started to find the following in the community and i was like hey this is actually a very fun time and uh you know what it's 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 cool to get into the baseball mindset learn more about the game as well but yeah uh, that was a very long-winded answer to go go check out uh, at Sunny Day Cards. I have some eBay listings as well, but uh, this isn't saying go buy my cards. Um, but you know what? It's if if you if you were ever a sports card collector and want to see what it looks like now, take a look. Definitely go check him out. He, he's doing a lot of great things, and and I have no authority to speak for at Sunny Day Cards, but. Uh, who knows you may even be able to get some kind of great little little special special thing for coming from rummed up reviews hey say uh, say that say that you're coming uh they're coming from rummed up reviews and i'll give you the my well i'll treat you like friends because that's how i that's how i view the listeners of rummed up reviews i um, even if i don't <laughs> even if i don't know you guys we're all friends here we're all just sipping on some drink and talking and listening about some movies that's it. Damn straight, man. You know, having a little drink, 
drink a little rum, talk a lot of movie, right? Um, oh. All right. So I, I'll give my kind of conclusion. Here. Oh, one other thing, actually, before I give my conclusion, uh, he, you mentioned your other, um, your other hobby has been video games. Um, I, I've noticed that despite a few offers to, to essentially buy you the newest Madden, uh, you've continued to dodge me like the coward you are. Uh, that's fine. I just I just need it on on the record um, that that is the case. So moving on to my uh, perspective, moving on to my perspective of this movie, um, Major League. No, it's a fun movie. It really is. It, now it's a dated movie. Um, I, I'll put it that way. It's definitely like you know the era it is set in. But for a movie that is pretty legitimately a period piece, like that's a good thing. Um, it's a fun movie. It has some of the most iconic, uh, pop culture lines, you know, I think out there, some really iconic pieces of pop culture exist there. In fact, to the point that I, I would wager, uh, that even folks who have never seen this movie have heard those, those pieces of, of pop culture, uh, and maybe just don't know that that's the original source for it. Um, and so, you, you know, you'd mentioned a few of those, those great lines, but so that's in there. It's a fun story. It's not, it's nothing too in depth guys. It's a sports movie. It's a feel good sports movie to, to go and have a good time with. Like, this is not, this is not trying to shoot for that Oscar for like great storytelling. It, it's, it's giving you what you need. It's giving you enough fun to have a good time with it. Uh, it's got a, a real honest like representation. Uh, I think a perfect representation of what a ragtag group should look like uh, because it's like, this is not a group of people that legitimately just straight up suck. This is a group of folks that uh, you can see the sparks and, you know, they're just trying to hold on to those sparks and, you know, they're getting a little lucky here and there uh, and who doesn't love to see an underdog uh, make that happen, you know? So uh good times to be had by all this is the perfect kind of like set up a sheet or get your garage door in a, in a projector and like set up with the kids or the, your friends or your girlfriend or, or the neighbors or whoever, grab a, uh, grab a few beers, grab a few beers, maybe have a little bonfire, but pop some popcorn, have some s'mores uh, and just sit out on the driveway or in the backyard and watch watch a movie with the with family friends whoever right that sounds very um, enjoyable so yeah i would say for just a baseball movie uh gonna give it a little bit lower than mr polina here i'm gonna give it a good solid seven and a half as just a baseball movie um as an overall movie this is where i struggled uh i feel like i gotta give it uh I'm going to go with a seven. I really went back and forth between a 6.5 and a seven. Um, I think it's an above average film. I think there's a lot to be enjoyed. However, um, this is not the top of the top, in my opinion. Um, I think, I think Dave and I might disagree there, but I think there are, there are, there are movies that tell the funny story in a, in a way that is more funny uh, are more you know over the top chuckles to it um and i think because that's really how i try to rate comedies is how much did i actually laugh like legitimately laugh like did the comedy achieve that um and i've talked about that before with some adam sandler movies and things that we've done on the show 
Um, this movie made me laugh a lot, like legitimately laugh. But there are certainly other sports movies, other baseball movies, I think. Um, maybe not baseball movies, but certainly other movies and sports movies that, that make me laugh a little bit harder. Um, and then there's also, I mean, I, admittedly, this is a great story, but there are so much better underdog stories. Like if you're looking for that real drama of an underdog story, uh, there, there are much better told versions of that. All that said, Major League is a fun time. It's enjoyable. It's like I said, it's just, it is the perfect, like, hey, you toss it up on a, on a projection screen or on a, a, a sheet or whatever. You have the popcorn, you have a few beers, you sit out and enjoy a beautiful night and a bonfire and just have fun. You just have a good time. Maybe play some cornhole and bags in the background. You know, it is a great movie for that. So anything else you want to say, David? Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for once again having me on on this great show. Uh, I always look forward to uh, to talking to you for for a little bit about some movies and uh, something that you're always passionate about. And uh, it's you know it's it's a it's always a it's a great great conversation. I always come out learning a lot. So thanks again for having it. me, Ben. No, I appreciate you coming on, and I'm glad we could find something that you are definitely pretty passionate about with baseball. Um, and again, something I'm a fan of, but I'll be, I'll be the first to admit, I am not the best fan of baseball. I am a football fan first, um, first and foremost. Uh, so who knows, maybe we'll have to do a football movie, uh, sometime, but we'll, we'll definitely get you back on here. I'm excited. Um, who knows what, what's to come, but there's definitely been a few movies, uh, dropping around here. We got a four hour Snyder cut that just dropped. We got a Kong versus Godzilla coming out this weekend. Uh, as of this recording, uh, you know, we've got some movies that are dropping around, so uh, we should have plenty to talk about. Plus, obviously, an extensive and uh, fantastic library of movies to go back and revisit. So with that, though, thanks for tuning in tonight, guys. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time. Pour some tall ones. Have a good time. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>